Hey everyone, welcome to Hometown Horrors. I'm Leanne, your host. It's been a minute since I posted a new episode. Um, Life kind of got in the way. We had some sickness at home and school started back, so things were kind of hectic. But today's episode is going to cover uh, Knoxville Missing 3. It is three people who went missing at the same time in 2017 in Knoxville, Tennessee. In the show notes, I'm going to include pictures of the three, Will, Bonnie, and Brenda. There will be information on how to contact the authorities. If you know these names, if you've seen them, any tips that you might have, please, please call them and let them know. Um, They've been missing for a while now and their families are just wanting them back. So let's dive in and get to talking about the Knoxville Missing Three. First, we're going to talk about Will Inkelbarger. Will uh, would now be 42 years old. He has black hair that's shaved close, um, close to being bald. Hazel eyes, six foot tall, about 150 pounds. He also has a scar on his right hand, a sunburst tattoo on his left bicep, a tattoo of an eagle with a man's face and a skull on his right bicep, and a cross tattoo on his left forearm. Will was last seen on December the 27th, 2017 at a place called the Inn of Knoxville, and that is located at 1500 North Cherry Street. He was last seen there by his father. Will always keeps in touch with his family. He has two children. He always stays in touch with them. Um, It is very, very unusual for him not to be in touch. So that's when they knew something was wrong was when um, they didn't have any communication from Will because he was always in touch with his family. He was known to occasionally fix cars or work the odd, you know, an odd construction job here and there. Um, Will had previously stayed at an apartment with Bonnie Drain and Brenda Carroll, the other two missing individuals. The power got shut off at that apartment on the morning of December the 27th, 2017 at that apartment on Linden Avenue. So Will's father rented this hotel room at the inn of Knoxville on Cherry Street for Will for one month. On January the 5th, 2018, Will's father went to check on him at this hotel. No one answered the door, so he left a note for Will. Um, After not being able to get in touch with Will, his father went back a week later. There still wasn't an answer, so the manager let Will's father into his room. He found most of Will's belongings there. The only thing Will had taken with him was his wallet and cell phone. Police had tried to track his cell phone, but it had died or been shut down, powered off. He left behind the phone charger and his cigarettes, which was highly unusual. His father said that this suggested he didn't had built, that Will didn't intend to stay gone for long. He normally would not leave his phone charger around, his cigarettes. This just meant that he was probably just running out to get something and he had no intention of staying gone long. Media reports state that 
the three of them, Will, Bonnie, and Brenda, ran in the same social circles, but Bonnie's sister said that she didn't believe that they had known each other for very long. According to her sister, Bonnie had met Brenda through her job and met Will through Brenda. Now we're going to talk about Bonnie Drain. Bonnie is 47 years old now with brown hair, brown eyes, five foot seven, around 140 pounds. She has a tattoo that says daddy with an owl on her left wrist. And she was also last seen on December the 27th, 2017. Bonnie was last seen on December 27th while she was visiting a family member at the University of Tennessee Medical Center. Um, Bonnie had been staying with Brenda at that Linden Avenue apartment until the electricity had been cut off on that morning of December the 27th. A witness told police that Brenda was with her and that they had left in Bonnie's silver Honda Accord. On January 21st, 2018, Bonnie's car was found in the Washington Park area, which is probably about 20 minutes from the Linden Avenue area. And her car was found with all of her belongings in it. This included her wallet, her ID, her social security card, debit cards, and all of her clothes. Several days before she went missing, Bonnie's phone got broken, so there's no way to trace that. Bonnie also has children, and she has grandchildren, and always, always kept in touch with them. According to a family member, Bonnie had a previous substance abuse problem, um, but she did work regularly at a local fast food restaurant. In an interview, Bonnie's sister said, quote, even with the drug abuse, she would still get up and go to work every day. Quote, when she went missing, we knew something was wrong. Brenda Carroll has blonde hair. Her eye color is unknown. We don't know a whole lot about Brenda. Um, and we do know that she would be about 48 years old now. She was last heard from on January the 1st, 2018, when she contacted her sister on Facebook Messenger to ask to borrow money for food and cigarettes. So, I know that I said they all went missing at the same time. And to my knowledge, they did. Facebook Messenger could be anybody. We don't know if it was Brenda contacting, if somebody had her phone. Um, it could be anything. So that's not real concrete evidence that that was her that reached out. So, you know, kind of take that with a grain of salt. Brenda wasn't officially reported missing until the middle of 2018 because she did not keep up or keep in touch with her family. I don't have a lot of information about her. Um, there's just, there's not a lot out there. I don't have any family members to talk to. I have talked to family members of Will and Bonnie, but Brenda, there's just not a lot. There's, the, you know, the little bit of information that I've given you. I do have a picture of her and I'll put the link of that in the show notes. The investigation for the missing three 
Knoxville Police Department spokesperson Daryl DeBusk said it was out of character for Will and Bonnie to not make some kind of contact with their families. Quote, you have to believe that there's a great possibility that some harm has come to them, but we don't have any evidence to suggest that that has occurred. End quote. There isn't any evidence. That's the problem. There's no leads. Nobody's saying anything. And this was back in 2017. The Linden Avenue apartment was never properly searched by police. Investigators told a family member that they went by there and spoke with some people, but never went inside the apartment. I'm not sure how that happens. You have three people that are missing. Why you do not go in and look around and have crime scene texts, I don't know. Um, that's, I don't know. I really don't know how, what to say about that. That's just crappy police work. Um, especially considering those apartments have been gutted, redone, and sold. They were actually listed on a real estate site at the end of last year. So any evidence that could have possibly been there, gone. Also, Bonnie's car was not searched until months after it was found. I don't know about that either. Why? Why would you not search a car of a missing person? I just, I have no words for that. Um, so why was the apartment not properly searched? Why wait so long to look for potential evidence on Bonnie's car? Why is this case not getting the attention that it needs? Is it because they're missing adults? Um, was it because they had previous substance abuse problems? Um, shouldn't three people missing at one time raise a red flag to somebody? So what happened? Um, did they witness something they shouldn't have? Did they run into somebody that was dangerous? Um, I don't know really where they hung out or anything, but there's a gang problem in Knoxville that's getting worse. Um, so I don't know if maybe they run into some trouble there. Um, in my research, I have found that drugs and gangs like I was saying, are a big problem in Knoxville. Um, not only is opioids a big problem here, but cocaine and meth is also being highly trafficked through here. According to the TBI, this year, which I wrote this in 2020, has seen a record number of drug cases in the state, almost 34,000. Tennessee also has several interstates that run through here and serve as a carrier for drug distribution. I am, like I said, I'm in the show notes. I'm going to put pictures and contact information. They're on NamUs, which is a national database for missing adults. I think they might have children too. I'm not sure. But I'm going to put a link into all their information. Please share that. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram. Um, I have a Facebook, but I don't do a lot of that. Mostly it's Instagram and Twitter. I will have all this information to where you can access it. And please take a look at their pictures. 
please share their information. I try to share this at least once a month to keep their faces and their names out there because their families, they want to know where they're at. They miss their loved ones. If you do have any information, please contact the Knoxville Police Department. I will have that information also listed in the show notes. Um, but that's about all I have. It's not a lot, but it, it, you know, it's, it's all we know right now. I haven't got any updates. The family hasn't got any updates. I feel really bad for them because nobody's doing anything. So please take a look at everything, share the information. If you have a tip, you think you might've seen something or you might've heard something, anything will be greatly appreciated. Um, if you have any case submissions or any questions, I'll have my contact information in the show notes also. And I think that's all I have for today. I will be back next week or the week after with a new case. Stay safe out there.